0: You're listening to the Hamilton Today podcast from 900 CHML. All right, uh, yesterday's scathing report came out of Nova Scotia, the MCC report there, in regard to, of course, uh, 22 people dead over 13 hours uh, when a person imitating an RCMP officer uh, started their rampage. And this report heavily criticizing the RCMP, uh, who, of course, have had no shortage of criticism over the last little while. Will that mean change changes moving forward let's bring in michael kempa associate professor faculty of social sciences criminology focused on the politics of security public safety and policing at the university of ottawa and with us now michael thank you for the time i hope you're well very well thank you uh obviously uh the rcmp heavily criticized in this report what are your thoughts uh on the release of this report and of this report and what it says what comes to mind
1: Well, I poured through the 3,000 pages as quickly as I could. And Hmm. what jumps out is these are all very sensible recommendations that we've seen before in a series of dozens of reviews into the RCMP. What's different about this report is they put it all together in a single report. It is so broad and comprehensive. I'm very impressed. It's very sensible. It will get the job done if we implement it.
0: Uh, there's the key right there. If we implement it, you have said, you just said, you've seen several of these suggestions before. Are you worried this gets put on the shelf with the rest?
1: Yes. And in fact, so were the authors of the mass casualty report. They've gone through it. They said there's been more than 50 of these reviews. What has to be different this time is that we act on it. And they've put in place a little bit of an accountability framework for making sure that the government reports on which of their recommendations they are going to implement and if they set any aside to explain to people why they are setting them aside. I'll say it's gonna be very difficult for the government. There's very little political reward in terms of major urban center votes for tinkering around with the RCMP. Doesn't get you votes in the GTA, doesn't get you votes in the greater Montreal area Hmm. uh, that helps you form government. RCMP issues are, most of the geography of Canada, but it is smaller cities and rural areas. So it takes vision and it takes guts to get into this area of reform.
0: Uh, Whose uh, job is it to check those boxes and make sure that this doesn't end up on the shelf? Are you confident? Um, Is there someone who's going to be following along and perhaps even a timeline for this?
1: Well, there are some timelines mentioned in the report. And what I like about the report is they're very frank in saying the police No police agency, including the RCMP, can lead their own major reform. And we've given it to government before, and they haven't done it. Mm. So what this report has done is said there's a little bit of a new civilian advisory board at the federal level that is there to act almost like local police services boards do for regular municipal policing services to be the drivers of change. And this report is saying... In the next couple of years, we want to see reform to the RCMP Act where this advisory board gets amped up and turned into a proper board of management, which would be something much more like police services boards where they are the prime movers in setting out the policies and procedures and making sure that command levels of the police organization are doing the right thing. That'll undercut the minister a little bit, make the minister a little bit less important in the lives of the RCMP. That can only be a good thing.
0: Uh, RCMP obviously been um, uh, criticized heavily of late, uh, and again, in all of these situations, you hear systemic change is needed. Uh, have to rethink, uh, rethink things. Uh, can't investigate yourself, as you were saying uh, earlier. Are you confident with the details of this report that we may actually move forward here?
1: I think that given that the just the tragedy that has been the result of lack of action, 22 Mm. dead massacred in Nova Scotia. Um, Others killed in New Brunswick not that long ago within the decade. Uh, Mm. The complete collapse of the policing system under the weight of the Freedom Convoy, of which the RCMP was only a part. We've all now seen the consequences of not acting on these recommendations. These recommendations are not rocket science. They've been raised for other police organizations beyond the RCMP. In a way the RCMP has been the laggard in community safety and well-being policing. We've had some advances in places like Edmonton, and Alberta, Peel in Ontario, where the police are becoming integrated with other actors that do things like deal with domestic violence problems before they become inflamed, deal with drug addiction problems before they come become criminal issues. So the RCMP has been way behind. What we have in this report is a program to turn the RCMP into the leader rather than the laggard in community safety and well-being policing. And it starts with revamping training. It starts with a different relationship with the federal, provincial, and municipal governments. It's a comprehensive
0: strategy. You can't cherry pick it. You've got to do the whole thing. You bring up a valid point, Michael. They should be the gold standard. Uh, they should be setting the uh, the trend for everybody else. Many uh, Much has been, and you, you alluded to this earlier, this being a rural area, not an urban area, um, and, and, you know, obviously votes, politics, whatever. But as far as the operation of the service itself, is it at a disadvantage because it is in a rural area? Would this have happened in a more uh, urban setting? Are they at a disadvantage? Advantage because of geography?
1: Well, the geography disadvantage has to do with how many functions that the RCMP fills across such wide geography. So think about an organization with a $5 billion a year budget with 20,000 sworn police members and about 10,000 civilian members performing contracted local community crime prevention, contracted provincial policing, and federal policing activities that include things like international organized crime, investigations into foreign interference in our electoral process. This is a huge range of functions. How do you make sure that you've got the right distribution of people across the entirety of the country to properly execute at the local level? You just can't do it. It's too difficult. So what you have to do with the RCMP, and that's what this report is calling for, is figure out where the RCMP is doing a great job with local contracted community policing, keep it in those areas, and then ask a question as to where it might be better for municipalities and even provinces for that matter to establish their own policing services. And don't sort of start with paper and design it start from the ground up and figure out where it's going well and where the rcmp should shed functions so that you end up with a program that's supported by what you've actually got in terms of
0: active membership uh we're talking a lot about the free uh, future here michael uh what about today do nova scotians feel safe now if this if an incident like this was to happen now would it be handled differently do you think
1: One thing that does concern me is that the report says that in the uh, just about three years since the massacre, very little has been done by the RCMP while waiting for this report. And there's no good reason for that. There should have been already a systemic review, changes made on the ground. So I think that although uh, not a lot of these changes have been made, just the fact that it's happened, we've had this massacre The RCMP would snap out of it a little bit earlier and communicate better with the public and with neighboring police organizations. But now that the report is out, they've really got to hustle to implement some of the smaller reforms immediately while waiting for the bigger things. In other words, don't wait for the top-down reform. Start right away on the ground with Mm. your local practices.
0: Michael Campo with us, Associate Professor, Faculty of Social Sciences, Criminology, uh, University of Ottawa on the report coming out of Nova Scotia and what they need to do to stop it from ever happening again. Michael, thank you so much for the time and insight. Much appreciated. Be well. Always. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com.